This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is AMI Audio Live, our very special broadcast of the 2019 finals of the Canadian Vision Impaired, AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship. I'm Dave Brown. I'll be rinkside and around the building all day, but I want to throw things up to our play-by-play team of Vic Router and Norma Wick. David, thank you very much. Norma, nice to be with you and work with you. Our paths have crossed, but not Many really. Times, yeah. Days back when you were working with uh, WTSN and, of course, uh, courtside with the Raptors all those years. This for me is, a, is really quite an honor to be able to come and call this event a first time for me. So it's going to be a little bit different, I think, from what we normally see. It'll be a great introduction, I think, to those listening on uh, Visually Impaired. Well, I think uh, the honor is uh, equally on the other side of the equation. A lot of excitement in this building when Vic Router shows up. So uh, everybody very pleased to have you alongside, and me in particular, because uh, I'm sitting next to a lot of experience and knowledge, and uh, you get to show off today, Vic, because I know normally you hand it off to your analysts, yeah. but uh, you can give us your insights. That could be a, that could be a problem, though, but uh, it is radio, so there you go. who's going to say that's wrong? Well, and I've been telling everybody right now, uh, all week actually, that you'll be throwing it down, and I'm just sweeping for There you, you go. So we've got uh, Ontario against Nova Scotia. There's Ontario team out of the Royal Canadian Curling Club in Toronto, where I used to uh, play many years ago, and it's been nice to uh, reacquaint myself with uh, Coach Karen Haywood. And the team from Sydney, Nova Scotia, which is skipped by Louise Gillis. Sydney, of course, is where we will be next year or next week for the uh, Scotties Tournament of Hearts. And Nova Scotia coming through a win today over the defending champions from Kelowna with an 8-7 win. So this is going to be interesting for both of us, I think, just because of the fact, and we mentioned earlier in talking with David, the game is going to be a little different. You have to one have one totally blind curler. That will be your lead. How exact are you going to be with that stone? Probably not very. You want it in play, basically. Well, because normally you see teams setting up these long guards. And again, you know, it's 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 an exact game. So, uh, you know, Skip Louise Gillis was telling me last night that Nova Scotia's strategy is they don't really necessarily bother trying to put up guards. They just try to get them in the house. And I guess Mary Campbell, their lead, has been doing a great job of that so far. It's not, a, uh, it's not going to be the exacting game as we have uh, seen. As the teams here are uh, continuing to uh, to practice, so we've got we're still a couple of minutes away from uh, from actual start of the game. Rules are similar to what you would expect, if I can call it the uh, the conventional game. We will play eight ends. You have to play a minimum of six. Thinking time is thirty six minutes. Each team will be given two 90-second timeouts. They are really, when you think about it, Norma, seven-player teams because you've got your lead, second, third, and skip, but you've also got a designated sweeper who picks up, obviously, for the blind lead. You've got a coach, and then also you've got someone they call the guide who would be on the ice in front of that blind player 
lining them up. So, in fact, there's seven players. Absolutely. And the guide is extremely important because, obviously, we're dealing with vision-impaired curling, and people have different ranges of vision down the ice. So the guide is able to step in literally right in front of the curler when they're in the hack and lay down their broom and give them something to aim at. And, of course, where they stand in that area depends, again, on on the sight of the curler throwing the rock. But uh, they use lights. Um, they use their brooms. Again, it's it's all very unique to the curler. It is, and uh, you talk about the vision impairment. We talked about the fact that a lead, for example, is totally blind. So that's designated as blind one. Blind two would be 5% vision, and then blind three, or B3 as they call it, would be 10%. And you have to meet that designation to be part of a uh, impaired curling team. Seven teams from across the country. So upwards of 50 or so uh, players began the, the tournament. They arrived last Sunday and then began on Monday here at the Ottawa Curling Club. Yeah, and Nova Scotia is on a mission because, um, you know, uh, they are bronze winners for the past three years and now they have a chance to uh, do better than that uh, definitely and maybe even gold Ontario also on a mission because uh, two years ago they missed coming here because uh, they lost in a three-way tiebreaker and they decided that uh, you know they were going to set their jaws and make it back again and that's exactly what they've done and as we mentioned they uh, were undefeated won six straight and they got a bye to the final leaving Nova Scotia to play uh, the team from BC and Kelowna, the defending champions, in the uh, semifinal. Final practice continues here for this team from the Royal Canadian Curling Club, one of the oldest clubs in Toronto. If uh, you're familiar in the Toronto area, it's uh, located on uh, Broadview Avenue, just uh, north of Queen Street, tucked away in a little corner there. You wouldn't even know it if you drove by you'd say what's down there well it's a curling club and uh, right on broadview right on uh, broadview avenue yeah so uh one of the oldest and of course in nova scotia they curl out of uh, the sydney curling club it's also uh, it's about depth as well when it comes to uh the game greater population of course you'd have more blind curlers getting involved so with this nova scotia team and playing in Sydney, they've had to go and recruit. And in fact, they have with their third, Jim Simmons, and their second, Mike Vrooman. Both of those curlers are from Ontario, are both three-time former champions, but now playing with Nova Scotia. And They've got a lot of Ontario on the ice today. Well, exactly. And the, the thing is that the rule says you can change two of your seven so they've gone out they declared their lineup they passed all the regulations and that's why those two are now playing with Nova Scotia yeah and often with these teams Vic there are changes uh, from time to time more rapidly than you would find in as you call the conventional curling circuit where you have professionals together and those teams are really tight and and club curlers and things but there's injuries there's illness um, there's a lot of reasons for example the Novus or Ontario lead Keith Doyle filling in for uh, the lead Ida Skinner that was ill so 10 days notice and he's joining the club now mind you he has 25 years experience um, but again you know it, this is 
it's very important to get to know each other and what each other can do, you know, the tendencies, especially for a skip and even, the, you know, the guides and coaches. Um, so a lot of these people have not necessarily played together for a long time. Um, but definitely Ontario has the bigger pool for sure. And they're only one of two provinces that do a play-in to get to this championship. I was just looking down as uh, practice continues. And if it holds true what we saw earlier today, teams will play two rocks down, two rocks back, and that will be their uh, practice. But uh, Grant Robinson, the third for Ontario is playing with a slight injury and I've been told by uh, their coach Karen Haywood that if he is forced to uh, to leave the game then the second Rick Oriold would move up and they would go and get since Oriold they need a designated uh, sweeper they'd go to Manitoba and the Manitoba sweeper wouldn't throw but it would be out there as a designated sweeper i might guess how he got that injury he's a marathon runner who's done both the boston and new york city marathons so uh, grant a, a very active guy team ontario in black jackets with uh, gray striping on the sleeves and of course the uh, provincial flag on the back yeah the customary ontario jackets yes. nova scotia the blue nosers uh, absolutely with their nova scotia Amblin. And they are in dark blue jackets, white trim. Uh, should we set up the ice a little bit, Vic? We've got a few minutes here. I mean, what is the sheet of ice? Well, the ice is, the ice here at the Ottawa Curling Club is tended to by ice maker Rick Allen. Uh, everyone I've spoken to since arriving has said the ice has been terrific. Upwards of five, five and a half, even six feet of curl, which for any curler, even at the elite level, is a tremendous amount of curl. So, uh, you know, you were mentioning that we're, while we are here, Lisa Weagle, Emma Miskew of the Ontario Championship team with Rachel Holman. This is their club. Their pictures and championships are everywhere as you walk around. They're practicing, getting ready for Sydney. So it's a wonderful sheet of ice. We are still under final practice. Still to come will be the final of the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship from the Ottawa Curling Club when we come back. Welcome you back to the historic Ottawa Curling Club on this uh, Friday afternoon. Ottawa time. Say hello, Canada, or hello to wherever you may be listening across the AMI network. Coming up, it is the final of the 2019 Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship. Along with uh, Norma Wick, we get ready. Ontario has finished their practice, and so we'll be getting underway very shortly as the players get into position and that's the other thing this is this won't speed along I don't think at the pace you might expect if watching curling or when you play it in your local club 
There has to be some care involved in leading out the respective leads who are who are blind. So we're not going to be playing at that pace. We do see now the uh, Nova Scotia skip, Louise Gillis. 25 years, she was an RN. And she is currently president of the Council of the Blind, the chapter in uh, Nova Scotia. She makes her way down to the the away end with Skip Ann LaFontaine out of Toronto, the skip for Ontario. What a wonderful way for Louise Gillis to finish this White Cane Week in the 75th anniversary of the Canadian Council of the Blind, if she could take home gold, but I'm sure they'll be happy just to be in the final. But now everybody wants the top prize pick. Nova Scotia will play the Redstones, Ontario the Yellow, by virtue of their perfect record. They had choice of both uh, the Stones and the Hammer. And so, as I say, they will play Yellow. The Nova Scotia Guide. And you can hear their Nova Scotia Guide. That's Sydney Francis calling Mary. Mary. And so now, totally blind with her stick, is playing the outturn towards the far end and she'll walk towards that voice and using the delivery stick which attaches to the handle of the rock so she she releases the rock from a standing position and in fact that's a great way to keep people in the game as that stone comes to rest back of the uh, eight foot at around uh, four o'clock Keith Doyle now. Totally blind Keith Doyle. As you mentioned he was the late addition. He's out of the Dundas Curling Club. Plays there weekly. And LaFontaine. The Rock traveling to the right side of the house, Vic. Playing to the opposite side and It'll slide to the back edge and hang on to the 12 at around 7 o'clock. Remember, we talked the house is like a clock. The top of the house is the 12, and then we'll go around. Getting ready now for the second stone of lead Mary Campbell. Been curling for five years. She now plays that out turn. Also drifting to the right side towards Doyle's Rock, but going through the house pick. So a little too heavy and through the back. Doyle's second rock on the way being swept two sweepers. So he's playing the intern playing that left side of the sheet as they go away from us. Have to be careful here. They don't want to leave in a position where they may be covering that shot rock belonging to Nova Scotia and it doesn't come across far enough so the shot stone's still available. Back edge of the eight at around four o'clock.
So now we get to see a couple of the players who have been brought into this Nova Scotia side from Ontario. This is Mike Vrooman. Down at that far end, Skip Louise Gillis has her uh, LED lights on the uh, broom handle. And Vrooman, again, using the stick. Yes. We'll notice a couple of times as this stone uh, starts to get away. And now we'll just touch the bumper on the right-hand side. So... It goes out of play. Vrooman getting that stone started, and it never came back for him. He followed his shot right down the ice, Vic, which is uh, not usually what a second would do necessarily, but uh, he was uh, right on top of it. Yeah, well, in that case, he might just be wanting to see what, maybe the way he released it. Yes. Trying to correct for his uh, second stone. Rick Oriole throws the second stones for this Ontario team. Out of the Royal Canadian. And brother of Skip and LaFontaine. So a little sibling rivalry even within the team. John Routh, the guide, has the uh, brush down with a red light. And we'll see different combinations of lights on the handle. As he throws the out turn, going after Shot Rock. Might be able to even get a little bit of roll behind a corner. Makes the takeout and the shooter will go as well. But a great opportunity there for Ontario to maybe hide one behind their long corner. Covering the edge of the 12 on the intern side. So now one rock remains in play. And that does belong to Ontario. Sitting back edge of the 12 at around 8 o'clock. The white LED light goes on on the broom handle of Louise Gillis. And Vrooman now throwing second stones with his second. Yes, yes. And again, following the sweepers down the ice, watching his rock. Again, drifting a little towards the edge, Vic. It is, and so he's obviously with that handle, with using the stick, because you try to imitate what you would do with your hand he's obviously getting it started yes and just giving a little bit too much curl just and off to it find goes that right release point exactly so a good opportunity here for ontario if they can uh, split the rings they have one hanging on the back edge of the 12 split the rings and then protect maybe get your deuce here in this first guy john ruth at the hog line with the lighted stick Room rather. Rick Oriole calling out weight. So there's something similar to what we experience when we're watching national championship. They're using the zone system one, two, and three being in front of the house, calling a two. So they've come up light now. So they still, uh, you heard uh, Louise Gillis say, do you want to try that? Do you want to try going in behind the guards, which are over on the intern side, covering the 4 and the 12, but they've elected to go after Shot Rock, which is interesting. Again, it's another thought that if you don't have Last Rock, you don't want to go behind the opposition's guards because they could run it back at you. Exactly. 
Just kick you out of the back of the house. Yeah. So those things still apply. This is Jim Simmons from Port Dover, Ontario. Three-time national championship has been imported to play with Nova Scotia. And he did not need a guide, Vic, to uh, no. find his uh, release point. Now, once again, oh gosh, and it just curls up a little too much, and the overcurl. And so that's as a survivor, that Ontario stone, back edge of the 12 at 8 o'clock. And now, Skip and LaFontaine says we've got to get in behind our own guards, and that'll be the play for Grant Robinson throwing the third stones. Playing with an injury, as you mentioned, yep. Rick. A nice, smooth, gliding delivery out of the hack. Robinson playing the out turn, but uh, was off the broom. And now maybe a little heavy as well. And just through the back. So missed opportunities now for Ontario. They could have split the house to sit two. Well, I think uh, Louise Gillis, the skip for the uh, Nova Scotia team out of Sydney, said, let's draw. Let's get in there first. So she has her lighted broom down just inside the edge of the eight on the intern side for the right-hander. Jim Simmons. We mentioned earlier, Norma, about the game at this level, this skill level. I think if you're going to be aggressive, you take your chances here just because runbacks and those finesse shots that we might see at another level, they don't exist here. No. And around he goes, and he'll leave it half-buried, sitting shot rock, back of the eight-foot at around five o'clock. Simmons has a very graceful delivery. Well, he's one of those few that you see actually in the hack. Grant Robinson and his second. There is room, though, for Robinson to get two-shot rock. Yes. It's back of the tee line, sitting back edge of the eight. So there is a chance, but again, he's outside and looks to be a little heavy. Again, he's following his shot down the ice, watching with interest as it just goes wide. And it'll slide again to the back. So missed opportunities here for Ontario. So there you go, tapping the top of the 12 with his brush, Jim Simmons. We're going to try to guard the shot rock, Nova Scotia sitting back eight. Guide Garth Nathanson has come out, puts the brush down for Louise Gillis. And Gillis with the uh, stick will throw the 
outturn, trying to protect her shot stone. Sitting back of the eight foot. Something's never changed. You got to communicate. Where is it? Boy, if this would just bend a little bit. And she goes deep, eight foot, four foot. And she just, yeah, she's down just top edge of the button. But that's deeper than they had hoped for. They wanted to protect. So now a double is available to Ontario if they can play it. Remembering, of course, the third shot is still that little lousy biter sitting over on the edge of the 12 at around 8 o'clock. That belongs to Ontario, so their deuce is still in play if they can make the double. Well, and the other thing, too, Vic, is can you hit that rock, uh, the first rock in the takeout, and have it roll over towards... Well, you could... I mean, if you hit it badly enough, if you're Ontario, it would be bad luck for you to jam that red on your own. And maybe more importantly here, if they could ever make just get rid of the shot rock and roll a little bit, stay shot in behind their own guard, that would be another play. So skip stone now and LaFontaine. The guide setting the mark for her inside the house. The guides removed their sticks um, very last minute to give the, the curler a chance to stay on target for last as long minute, as possible. Last minute, exactly. So because, again, you know, you talk about her only having so much depth. This looks like a nice shot for LaFontaine. Tap this back. Enough weight to move it back. Tap it back. And she looks like she will move it far enough. So she, Ontario, shot rock. Top edge of the forefoot at around 12.30, 1 o'clock. More importantly, it's going to be very difficult here, Norma, for Nova Scotia to now remove that yellow stone because of those two stones that are sitting in the Absolutely. back eight. Lots the of junk. Rock, yeah, the, the shot rock is exposed a little bit, but those are tight quarters, Vince. Uh, Vic, I just called you Vince. Do I have to wear a name tag? <laughs> really? I only know you by voice. When I look at you, I get confused. You call me Vince. What, do I have a Vince kind of voice? What is that? Where does that come from? Maybe it's my ears with the Raptors. Vince be. Carter, no, another no. superstar. They, oh, there good, you go. Good huh? save. Thank you. <laughs> hey, ring in the reliever. You're welcome, Mr. Router. Thank you. Here we go. Louise Gillis, final stone for Nova Scotia. Right now it is Ontario sitting the one. The line also looks good on that stone. Right? Playing the out turn. Going after Shot Rock. Hard to see it because uh, Louise following it down the ice, but it's looking pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if she's got the weight to move this. And no, it'll no. overcurl and snuggle wow. up beside. And as they take a look, as we take a look from overhead, it is the Ontario Stone sitting top four. At 1 o'clock, that is the shot rock. So the Ontario team will have a chance to draw for two. Is it just me or was there an awful lot of finish on that? It really curled a lot at the end. Well, I tell you what, uh, compliments to uh, Rick Allen, the ice maker here at the Ottawa Curling Club. From uh, day one, everyone said the, uh, the curl had been five to six feet. And a lot of finish. Don't forget as the stones are dying and losing their, uh, losing their momentum. Yes. They'll start to uh, bite a little bit more. So, chance for two. 
needs about uh, three quarters of a stone in the forefoot. Brushes down by the guide as they take aim at a brush that is middle of the 12 foot. Nothing yet from Rick Oriold or Grant Robinson. You heard somebody say weight is up. Line looks and good. Sure enough, it is, but it'll be too far. And one yellow it is as they check the around the edges. And so Ontario will score their single here in the first. It is the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship from Ottawa. Ontario with a 1-0 lead as we welcome you back to the Ottawa Curling Club on this Friday afternoon. The 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship in Ontario. First stone on its way for lead Keith Doyle. So again, Keith Doyle totally visually impaired. Good opening shot, Vic. Absolutely. Get it in play. It goes deep. Right on the center line. Back edge of the four at six o'clock. But both of those teams, both teams thought Norman that opening end had their opportunities. They just couldn't make the shot. I mean, Ontario with a draw there for two. Nova Scotia had a number of opportunities to get in behind. They couldn't, and Mary, if they did, they went deep. Mary, like every Mary, other team. Mary, Mary, so you hear the Mary, call. The audio cue. Yep, that's Mary, for Mary Campbell. But like all teams, Vic, you know, when you're in a championship game, are there a little nerves too? Sure. And I, you know, listen, I... I think the fact that this is being broadcast for the first time might add to that. Mary Campbell will touch the shot stone. The shooter spins away, but she does bounce that shot rock now, belonging to Ontario, back 12 at around 5 o'clock. And LaFontaine, the skip, puts the brush down. Just outside the edge of the four. And so the intern being played now by the Ontario lead, Keith Doyle. Two brushers working on that rock. Designated sweeper, Paul Hiltz. And that's a great stone. That's a great stone as it comes up. In the three area of the free guard zone, just off center line. Very nicely done by 
Keith Doyle. So again, they're setting up for the second stone of Nova Scotia lead, Mary Campbell. Brush. Mary. Mary. Is down. Mary. Middle of the 12. Mary. 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 Coach Nathanson gets out of the way, and Mary, with that last little push, may have walked towards her coach, but the brush went way to the right. And this will take some doing just to uh, stay in play and will not. So Ontario, Norma has shot rock back of the 12 at, at the 5 uh, o'clock position. They also have a just off center guard about two feet in front. So a great opportunity for Ontario here without last rock. Nova Scotia does have the hammer here in two, playing the Redstones. This is Rick Oriole throwing the second stone for Ontario. Top 12, they're saying, as he plays the intern. Oh, it's starting to bust now at that center guard. If they can wrap around this, now it's a question of weight. Eight foot, four foot, T-line, button back four, back eight, and it will stop at the back of the 12. So Ontario is sitting the two back 12 without last rock. Skip Louise Gillis working hard to get it to the back of the house. Good. But again, if you're Nova Scotia, you don't mind those. Right. You know, there's that old adage in curling. You can't bring them back. When they're back there, you can't use them. So, you know, if they could snuggle up to it, stay in front of it, Nova Scotia's not looking too bad at the moment. Mike Vrooman, second stone, Nova Scotia. Intern. Trying to use that guard as well. But needs to stay high. Also looks a bit heavy, Vic. Again. T-line, back four. And we'll find the opening and go right through those two stones at the back of the 12. One at around 5 o'clock. The other one at around 7. You know, it's like any sport. As you well know, you're given chances. Yep. And if you don't make the most of them, you leave. and Nova Scotia has been given those chances. You leave the door open. Exactly. Rick Oriole now with his second. Second for Ontario as he puts up his monocular, I guess it would be, his monocle to have a look. And again, everybody's got a case of the heavies here. And they will throw another one that hangs at the back edge at around 6 o'clock. So Ontario is sitting the 3 at the back of the 12. And there is one center guard. And so far, no one's been able to take advantage of. Guys, can I ask you? Gillis 
or lighted broomstick just inside the edge of the 12 intern being played by Mike Vrooman now this looks a little bit better if he could just stop for him but here again goes around the guard slips button back four back eight but look at that right into the pocket of those two stones and now how do you get that out of there question is as they take a look who is the shot rock and from our position what do you think you're the expert I think it's red too yeah Jim Simmons the third giving it a little tap but again when you come deep like that that lets the other team off the hook now where does Ontario go Ontario could go right on top of you a lot of weight on this shot, Vic. What are they trying to do here? Well, I mean, he's trying to come down. That's Grant Robinson playing the third stones. But, boy, they haven't laid a lick to this. And he may find the hole and go right through. And sure enough, goes between the stone. Ontario stone back 12 at 5 o'clock and the stone at 6. Perfectly found the hole. So, again, here is a case of... You gotta pull back a little bit as Gillis, the Nova Scotia skip, has her brush down, middle of the 12. Center line guard, about a foot, foot and a half in front of the rings. Can anybody now get it in behind and stop it in front of the T line? And here comes Simmons, second stone. Boy, I tell you what, if you didn't know, he may be from Port Dover, Ontario, but those of you who know curling, he comes out in what they call the Manitoba tuck. He's up on that toe. That's old school, boy. Boy, he's, this he may have good. a nice one here. This is a case of have, it's got the curl. Certainly has the weight. Good little brush for Ruman. McDonald and a nice brush as he'll bring it in. Center line, top edge of the button. But it's still mostly open. Little exposed there, Vic, and uh, looks like uh, the skip is going for it. Yeah, well, the thing here, too, now, Norma, is that Ontario and uh, LaFontaine have to be careful. As she asks Grant Robinson, all those stones at the back, mm -hmm. that little granite wall. They have to be careful of that as it looks like Robinson, as we said, was battling injury. Yeah. Is a little line. slow to get up after his throw, and he'll throw that through. So we're not too sure how long Mr. Robinson will continue to play. And I think he's saying to the Nova Scotia boys, I think I may be done. But we'll see. Here's another great opportunity. Got one buried, or one in the top four. If the uh, Nova Scotia third, Jim Simmons, can cap this, be in a good spot, Nova Scotia, with Last Rock as we play here in two. It's slowing down nicely, but not... He's also lost the handle. Enough. So yeah. you, have to, you have to remember, too. And it's the same for all the anybody delivers. He didn't put enough handle on it, and it actually ended up turning the other way. Away. So his stone comes to a stop, top edge of the 12. 
at about 2 o'clock. Okay, sweeper Paul Hiltz running down the ice to cover for the skip. He he holds the uh, broom. Yep, he'll hold the brush for LaFontaine as we get ready to play skip stones here in this second. Shot rock belonging to Nova Scotia. Normally, well, it depends again. Everything's unique in this game, but he is the designated sweeper. Um, but he has no peripheral vision, but he's got great vision in terms of being able to, to judge line. Well, there's the difference. We, we were talking with uh, Skip LaFontaine before the game. I said, when do you see that stone? She said, I only see it when it's halfway down. Yeah. So Hilt's better able to judge the line, and then we'll leave it up, of course, to his uh, the brushers, and that would be Grant Robinson and Rick Oriold. Terrific opportunity here for LaFontaine. If she can come down, play a little quiet tap, maybe even roll in behind her own yellow. First stone on the way as she plays the intern. But again, this is, uh, this is about touch. This is about feel. And uh, this one won't touch it, won't feel it, and goes all the way through to the back. It wouldn't have been bad if she could have frozen on her own rock about uh, 5 o'clock there. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if she's going to do that again, it junks it up. But you have to, without last rock, she has to go after shot stone. Right. So now if you're Nova Scotia, you've got one. Maybe you can tuck something halfway around. Just get it in, maybe top edge of the eight, sit your two, and force Ontario to chase. Here comes Louise Gillis's rock. And this just... This is like so many ice surfaces today. As it'll finally start to bend. Curls off their own stone. Top edge of the 12 at 2. And will stop. Corner frozen to a Ontario stone back 12 so they are Nova Scotia for the moment sitting to shot rock top button 12 o'clock second shot corner frozen back edge of the eight at five o'clock but you're often punished in the game on very good ice surfaces which this one is if you overthrow it if you up the weight there just won't be the curl it's called being weight sensitive And the, the tendency is, it would seem to me, because you haven't got the kind of brushing you might, not even at the elite level, just at a regular club level. As a thrower, you'd like to throw it there yourself. Absolutely. Whereas if you had some brushers that could really help you, you might pull the weight off of it. Well, and that's a difficult task, to try to get it there all on your own. Um, you know, the ice changes during the course of a game, too, so you're constantly adjusting. Well, that's, the, uh, that's what makes the really good teams and good players is adjusting. Boy, again, this one hanging on the edge of the forefoot. Now it starts to go. Here you go. A little bit better for LaFontaine. Final stone. Could this be a beauty? Yes, it is, as she taps it back and through the hole. And there is Ontario with her last stone, LaFontaine, 
Shot rock, top of the four, and just a couple of grains of granite tucked in behind that center guard. In turn. Not a lot of room there for no. Skip Louise Gillis to uh, take that shot stone out. A really nice shot. Pulled the weight back a little bit. Stone actually caught the curl. And you can pinpoint the place where it picks up that curl. Well, that's why they, uh, the best call it mapping the ice. Yes. They'll know exactly every nuance of the surface. So, Chance here looking for the takeout on shot rock. Brushes down, middle of the eight foot, final stone on its way. Louise Gillis and Nova Scotia. Looks like she just may have enough here. Catches the shot rock, pushes it through. Shooter will roll away, and it will be just the one. And now they'll have a look around the edge. One for sure for Nova Scotia. Checking to see if it's two at the back. Yeah, there's a yellow at 5 o'clock, and then the red, but... Uh... We don't the indication, quite know what the well, the indication was. looks like it oh, was just yes. the single. And one it is. So Nova Scotia picks up the single point here in the second. So through two of this 2019 MA, AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship, we're tied at one in Ottawa. We welcome you back to the Ottawa Curling Club and our coverage of the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship. Vic Rauder along with Norma Wick as we are underway now here in the second of a 1-1 tie. Ontario with Last Rock playing the Yellowstones. First stone by Nova Scotia lead. Mary Campbell out of play as she, again, you know, She's walking towards her guide, calling Mary, Mary, Mary. If she could continue walking towards the voice, it would be better. But she gets off kilter and then pushes with the stick. So goes with the outturn and then just basically pushed it out of play. Yeah. Meanwhile, Keith Doyle throwing the lead stones for Ontario. Very nice stone again as he stops full in the four, just back of the T line at 8.30. And that was better for Miss Campbell. A nice weight, Vince. Vince, why do I keep calling you? I don't know. But <laughs> and I've got some listen. names. I got some names. I'm going to start calling you. <laughs> and this whole event is named for you. There's yes. an impaired curling championship, <laughs> Vic. I don't know. I don't know what my problem is. Yeah, that's okay. Mary's uh, stone gets midway in the uh, free guard zone just off center line and it is half covering now that shot rock of Ontario sitting at 8.30 in the forefoot second stone on the way now for Ontario lead three, Keith Doyle two, Boy Doyle's had a very good game 
Very impressed. He's very consistent. His 25 years of experience show. Mentioned he plays on a weekly basis at the Dundas Ontario Curling Club. Dundas. Where would I say Dundas is? Outside of Hamilton, would that yes. be fair? Yeah. In fact, one of his teammates refers to it as Hamilton Dundas, oh, okay. and apparently that annoys Keith. Yeah, everybody in Dundas, I guess, would be annoyed yes. with that. Stone comes to a rest just over the hog line, covering the eight foot on the intern side. Louise Gillis has her lighted brush, middle of the 12, outturn side. Now for second, Mike Fruman. Very nice weight. It does come to a stop. Not shot stone. It's full on the eight foot at nine o'clock, right on the tee line. And LaFontaine saying, let's play the takeout on this. Just knock it through. Maybe if you're if they can come across the nose. Hack to board weight. So looking for a little bit up weight. If you can get across the nose. So, Norma, you could take that and maybe roll in front of your own, maybe even roll a little further behind the uh, center guard. The guide standing at the hog line with the red light. And some of the uh, curlers, because of their vision vision impairment, are uh, color deficient. So you'll see white, red, even see green. This could be very nice. If this curls up now... For Rick Oriole, Nate Brush now, get across the nose, like that, roll it across, look at that, sit right in behind cover, right on the lid, great shot by Rick Oriole. That was a great bit of curling there. Oh, that's, that's elite stuff. The problem though now, Vic, is you look at that guard in front of them, can you raise it and get the double well it's a long again talk about the subtleties of the game we know at this level it may be difficult for them with their experience to do that but what they do have if you're nova scotia that stone is just that much back of the t-line back of the pinhole so there is room if they can get in there and freeze right on top they could take this whole end away second mike vrooman now with his rocket looks like a draw weight And he's getting caught a little bit just on his line. Weight is pretty much the same as his first. Slips a little bit deeper. Goes past the two stones around the four. Slips now to the back 12. But remember, Ontario does have last rock. They do have the hammer here in two playing the yellow stones. So we have shot rock belonging to Ontario, back edge of the button. And we also have an Ontario stone full in the four at around seven o'clock. And both are guarded by a long center guard belonging to Nova Scotia. Grant Robinson, the third, releasing his rock. 
Oh, sorry, Rick Oriel, my bad. No worries. Oriel coming off that really nice hit and roll across. And uh, Rick. Rick again with nice draw weight. Maybe just got a little wide on line. Snuggles it up. Almost corner frozen to his own in the forefoot. So it is Ontario right now sitting the three. And interesting play here by Louise Gillis in Nova Scotia as it's getting a little bit clogged up now on that outturn side. She's going to go to the intern side. Now this is going to be interesting because they have to get by that guard. That and long the, guard. The long the guard covering the edge of the four. That's in your vision. So you've got to believe here. Throw the right weight. Let this curl get off that guard. This is Jim Simmons throwing third stones for Nova Scotia. Get off that guard. Get off that guard. Here wow. he goes right through the hole. By one, by two. Coming up to shot rock. Now that is a wonderful shot by Jim Simmons. And suddenly, just like that, it is Nova Scotia sitting corner frozen. And they are the shot rock T-line edge of the butt. Now we're starting to see some real shot making. Yeah, so you, it maybe takes a couple of sure. ends for them to figure out the ice. So interesting now, the play would appear to be board weight, so a little bit up weight. When they talk about the board weight, you well know that's the weight, the board at the back yeah, of the sheet. So here we go now. Heft, yeah. This is Grant Robinson. If he can crack this yellow stone right on the side, bang, out will go the rear. He's got enough weight on it too, Vic. It looks like it might get by that guard. Uh, nope. No, it'll crash out in front. So the guard covering the four-foot center line is gone, and Shooter rolls almost out of play very wide over on the edge of the 12. So now all those rocks in the house are exposed, Vic. What now? Well, they appear to want to play in, but again, if you're Nova Scotia, you haven't got last rock. You can play a tight guard, trying to protect your own. I thought when I saw Simmons tap in front of the second shot, Ontario Stone, which is corner frozen. I don't know, to my mind, you've got the one in there. Why don't you play a guard? So they might just come tight. Again, Skip Louise Gillis holding a lighted broom for Simmons. A retired steel worker. Stay close, Mike. Mike Vrooman. And Terry Lynn McDonald, uh, the designated brush. Boy, again, again, we talked earlier, though, how sensitive this ice is. Yes. You get up that weight up just that little bit. That never curled on him. So another chance to get out of this for Ontario. You can hear the skip discussing the options. 
So you notice what she did there now. She's looking for still that same kind of shot. Wants to get some separation. Remember the first one she said for board weight? Yes. So now she's brought that weight down to back line weight, which hopefully then the stone will want to curl a little bit. But it still looks like heavy. Grant Robinson has overthrown it. He does pick off. Stone at the back, but Nova Scotia yeah. stone at the back. Yeah. Yeah. They go for two line, right? Two line weight. Pop this back and sit right here. Okay. See now, here we go into some finesse shots that you would think. Up turn. So they're playing. They're playing the out turn as a skip. No curl there, is there? Louise Gillis. Well, you, now you see, there are the two-thirds talking back and forth, Robinson with Simmons. He says, there's not much curl there. Well, it could be a spot. Right. But if you overthrow it, it's not going to curl. So they have to dial back. Well, we have seen a lot of rocks sailing down that path, Vic, and it only gets faster. And it gets faster, and the pebble gets worn down. You're right. This is an interesting call for me as Gillis lets go of her first playing that out in turn. They're going to play a little finesse here. They would love to tap back the second shot Ontario Stone, move it off the corner of their own, and then roll over and sit in front. Well, you don't, might not like it, but heck, you've yeah. separated them. The problem is now if you run that red straight back, you could kill two, and Ontario could be sitting as much as three. So shot Stone, center line, top four belongs to Nova Scotia. Second shot, center line, back four, Nova Scotia. Third and fourth shots belong to Ontario at eight and nine o'clock in the eight foot. So again, you run this puppy straight back, bang, bang, you could get as many as three. Skip uh, Anne Fontaine running down the ice deck. Oh, I think she's, she's excited about her prospects yeah. here. Well, the other thing is too, I mean, you can't, what did we hear in one of the earlier interviews with uh, Dave? A skip said, it's cliche, one shot at a time. Yes. She can't look at the three possibly going up on the board. She has to make her shot. Settled in, brushes down, taking aim at a brush just inside the edge of the four for Ontario skip and LaFontaine. Now this was hanging out now and hasn't yet caught the curl. Hasn't yet caught the curl. No line at all. Hasn't caught the curl. Now some late finish. And will sit at the back as they get the back stone. Missing the double. And so now it is Ontario sitting the one. Just hanging on to the back edge of the button at around 7 o'clock. 
So this is Gillis's last stone. So what does she have to do here? Well, it looks like they're going to come in again. They've got to go after shot stone. Maybe what she can do is hit it, roll away from the center line. There's a little nest of Yellowstone. She should, could go in there. I think I would like to stay away from the Reds yes. only because if you line them up, then the double may be there again for three. Yeah. Brush was down just inside the eight foot for the skip. Louise Gillis. Been curling for about 12 years now. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Leave it alone and she's got it. Didn't no roll at all. Banged it right on the nose. So this is a tough little shot because mm -hmm. I'm not sure whether you can make the double to score more. I think you can only at best here get your single and that's what you'd play for because that's stopped in such a way yeah. if she hits that right on the nose there is the stone on the center line top of a four belonging in Nova Scotia that may be just a little closer so she may need a little bit of a roll inside towards the center line to get enough of the shot rock or to be shot rock That was a great shot when you think about it by uh, Gillis. Yeah, she cherry-picked that. So Nova Scotia sitting the two. Top edge of the button, top edge of the four. Final stone on its way. And LaFontaine, Ontario. Again, waiting and waiting and waiting. Not catching much curl right now. Now the question is, where will it roll to? And it rolls away. And one red it is. And so Nova Scotia steals one. will pick up the steal of one here in the third on a couple of nice throws by Louise Gillis. And so through three of this 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship from Ottawa, Nova Scotia leads Ontario 2-1. to one. seconds between the breaks as uh, Norma Wick and I welcome you back to Ottawa and the Ottawa Curling Club. Sometimes they're not quite as long as you'd think they are and so you get caught with, well, with cookies in your mouth or something like that. Well, what I was noticing is that, you know, when you're watching yourself on your broadcast, sometimes we'll come back and the leads have thrown their stones. Three minutes, usually. But so we don't miss a thing. No, well, you're not missing a thing here. Mary, either. Mary, here we go, under the fourth. Mary. Mary, 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 Mary. Now I'm going to double check the score because I thought Nova Scotia, they said one red and they put the uh, three or they put the score to Ontario. So we'll get somebody to double check that just to confirm that is in fact the score. Yeah. 
because I thought they said one red, but we'll double check. And it would seem to be that way, obviously, with Noah for Scotia throwing first. They've just hung the incorrect score. So it's two to one. You heard Mary, Mary, Mary. And that is uh, Mary Campbell throwing the lead stones for Nova Scotia. She throws a guard into the three area of the free guard zone. And it is wide now covering the 12 foot on the outturn side. This is the Ontario lead. This is Keith Doyle who's had a heck of a game. Boy, Keith might have one here. Just a great shot if he can sneak it by this corner guard just put up. I know he'll bounce off, and now we've got two stones, and that outturned side of the 12-foot is totally covered. And it looks like we have a new sweeper on the ice for Ontario. Well, here we go. We mentioned earlier about the possibility that Grant Robinson could, in fact, leave the game. It looks like Grant has. And so this is Bill Liggins. He plays with Manitoba. And so he'll come in as a designated sweeper. Mary, 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 Mary. Well, that's much better for Mary Campbell. As mentioned earlier, she walks towards the voice, but in the first and second ends, she was getting her stick offline. So they did hang the. Uh, Scoreboard incorrectly. It is 2-1 Nova Scotia. So Mary Stone now coming up, covering the eight on the out turn side. So we have two guards out in front. As Keith Doyle plays his lead rocks for Ontario. Really starting to curl a lot yeah, now. Crash again here. Sure enough, does. Now spins it in. So his stone spins to the top edge and full now in the four at around one o'clock. The interesting thing is, though, he's raised that guard over. And now we've got staggered guards on that outturn side, about a foot in front of the 12 foot. Boy, I tell you what, if you can get in behind there, that's gold. And that's exactly, I think, what Skip what Louise Gillis is asking for. Sure. Or is she? I think without Last Rock, she'd be afraid. So she's going for the takeout. She'll again. go for the takeout, only because of the position of where it is. Yes. If that stone, say, was up in the 12-foot, maybe off the center line a bit, she'd say, okay, I'm going to try and get behind the guard first. But it's because where it is, top of the 4-foot center line, she has to go after it. No curl in this one. No, but again, no curl. Look where the weight is. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, Mike Vrooman has had a little case of the heavies. He's got to pull back on it just a little bit. So that rock sails through the house. So back shot stone Ontario. remains. Ontario, top four. Just off center line, in turn side. And so now throwing the second stones with Rick Oriole going up to third. This is Paul Hiltz. 
who was the designated sweeper. And Hiltz also has a, a vision impairment, so he's designated. He can throw the stone, and his first rock, tough spot to come in with no practice, and he hogs his first. Some conferencing going on. Well, again, if you're if you're the second Vrooman, look at the, the the decision that Gillis has to make. Does she take less ice? Yes. Because in fact he's been overthrowing it. And then if he she gives him less and he pulls back on the weight, there's a chance it could overcurl. They're not right now on the same page. A little bit better weight now for Vrooman. Throwing the second. Here it goes. Online. Yeah, but look at the overcurl. Yeah. And is able on the overcurl. He taps the Ontario shot rock to back edge of the four at about 7 o'clock. So it's still shot rock. His shooter rolls T-line full in the eight at 3 o'clock. What did we just say? She tightened up the ice. He pulled his weight back. And that's what happened. If she would have left the brush where it was originally for his first stone, he would have banged that right on the nose. Second stone now for Ontario's second, Paul Hiltz. He uh, gave it a little extra oomph out of the hack there. Well, because he was light with his first, right? So now if this starts to dig in a little bit, And it'll finally slide, and no, won't hold on to the back edge of the 12. So Shot Rock still belongs to Ontario, back edge of the four, at around 7 o'clock. As we get ready to play third stones, here in the fourth, Nova Scotia leading 2-1 to one in this Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship. Well, it's even playing field in that it's difficult for Paul Hiltz, who went short and then went long, and now you've got Bill Higgins, uh, who will have to throw in the third spot. Well, well Rick, Rick, uh, Rick, yes, I'm Oriel talking, yes, I'm talking about both, both And then teams. Jim Simmons now throwing yeah. the uh, third stones for Nova Scotia. Remember now, these are the two former Ontario champions. And again, good brush by Fruman there. Very nice. To, and the roll. And the roll as well. So now rolling it over to the edge of the eight at around eight o'clock. So here is Nova Scotia without Last Rock, and they are sitting two. Sh- shot Rock. T line, eight foot, three o'clock. Second shot, back edge, eight, eight o'clock. If you hit this properly, if you can hit this, you could maybe roll your shooter all the way over and try to sit corner frozen on that stone back edge of the eight. So this is a spot now for Rick Oriold, who moves up from the second spot, throwing the third stones now for the injured Grant Robinson. And wide he is. is again, no handle here. Look at that. The, yeah. the stone is actually taking the other turn. The other thing, too, is he, he, he 
overthrows it. Remember what I said to you earlier. Because you can't rely, for the most part, on your brushing, you tend to want to do it all yourself. Yeah. So here he is thinking, I have to throw weight that maybe I've never played before or I very rarely play. And so he overthrows. He forgets about the handle, the turn that he has to put on, and it all basically comes apart for him. Jim Simmons throwing the third stones for Nova Scotia in a great spot right now to force here. Sitting the two without last rock as we play here in four. Nice draw weight. Don't want to group them. Button back four, back eight, and finally settles. So two stones. Nova Scotia sitting the three. Shot rock, T-line, three o'clock, eight foot. And then two stones sitting back edge of the eight. One at six, one at eight. So out turn being played. You know, golfers will often say, what is it about a... You don't ever want to think about your golf swing. You just want to swing. You don't want to think about what It has to be instinctive. Right. So on that first one, Oriole was thinking about too much. Thinking about what he had to do, where it was going to go. Instead of just getting in and comfortably releasing it. Now he's got some brush. As the designated brusher has come in, Bill Leggins. Oh, shoot, they're going to need more than that. Put it on your shoulders, boys, and try to carry it. Blow on it. And (laughs) they do enough to get it across the line, but it's a very long guard. But there's the difference. What did he throw with his first one? One that's rattling around back here. Mm -hmm. Gets in the second time, pulls the string. Tough spot to be in, but there's no consistency right now. also provided a nice long guard for the Nova Scotia stone at 3 o'clock there. Yeah. Now a little discussion on the ice here between Simmons throwing the third stones and LaFontaine. We heard Simmons just exclaim no. We're playing the game here Mr. Simmons. We're going to line this up. I would think at this point in time you'd want to protect maybe your uh, shot rock or put something maybe top four, uh, center line, top uh, 12, top 8. Make it a little more difficult for them to get shot rock. You're nicely spread out at the moment. First stone for Nova Scotia skip, Louise Gillis. I'd like to think the Rocks will listen to you. (laughs) Try as you might. Mm -hmm. Top edge of the 12, top edge of the 8, and that's where it'll settle down. Top edge of the 8 at around 1 o'clock. So it is Nova Scotia sitting the 4. And now, Ontario, what do you do? You know, I misspoke earlier about 
uh, Nova Scotia obviously in control here. Um, and this all happening after the injury to Grant Robinson and a little switcheroo uh-huh. in the Ontario team. And, you know, we saw those first couple of rocks by Paul Hiltz trying to find his game right. in, in midstream. Um, Nova Scotia with a little momentum right now. Well, I think so. I, uh, you know, they still have an opportunity, though. You know, you said earlier about you always want to give your skip a chance. And there are some chances. Mm-hmm. There is a chance here for Anne LaFontaine. She's got that wide open outturn side. She can get to the button. She can get to the forefoot. There is some backing. So now you have to make the most of it. First stone on the way for LaFontaine as Ontario and this team from the Royal Canadian Curling Club in Toronto in some trouble. Brushers on it right away. Yeah, Bill Liggins is there. Oriold is there. Boy, if she's got the weight and can tuck this around, but this is going to die in front. And so now she's stopped. Her stone has stopped just outside the house, about a foot in front, just off center line. And there is now a stagger. Interesting play here. I mean, you could really go for it if you wanted to, I guess. Come in. But here's the play. Simmons puts the brush down. He said, let's stop it in the opening on the outturn side. Top edge of the eight at around 10 o'clock. Now you've got one, two, three, four, five red stones all around the eight foot. And you say, Miss LaFontaine, it's your turn. Yes. And how do you get in? So, wonderful opportunity here for Nova Scotia with Last Rock. This is Louise Gillis. Boy, the brush was almost down on the outside the sheet. Now this needs to stop. This is great. Now, here we go. Brushers on it. Yeah, Mike Fruman doing well. Terry Lynn McDonald there as well. This is what they called... Oh, and that's a gorgeous shot. And look at them all around the edge of the eight now. One, two, three, four, and five. There is room to get in. But how nervous will she be drawing against five and realizing she's going to need a piece of the forefoot with her last? They called a timeout. Timeout. So that will uh, bring... Coach Karen Haywood to the ice. In fact, Karen and I, I hadn't seen Karen in, boy, I don't know how many years. We were, we were a lot younger, if I may say. She's now the assistant coach at Brock University. She and I uh, curled together at Royals many years ago. So both teams will head and talk with their respective coaches. An interesting relationship that Hayward had. Um, she got an emergency call to help out this team a few years back. Uh, the coach got sick as she hopped in her car from Niagara Falls, drove yeah. to Kingston for the provincial finals, and uh, stood in as coach. And they won, and they said, well, you've got to stay with us now. So 
So just to set the scene for you as Karen Haywood talks with uh, Ann LaFontaine as we play here in the fourth, 2-1 Nova Scotia leading Ontario with Last Rock. There is a centerline guard belonging to Ontario about a foot in front of the rings. In the house, picture if you might, the eight-foot circle. There's a Nova Scotia stone, one o'clock. Nova Scotia stone, T-line, three o'clock. Nova Scotia stone, six o'clock, just off the T-line back, edge of the eight. Nova Scotia stone, edge of the eight, at eight o'clock, and the all-important stone just thrown, sitting top edge of the eight at 10 o'clock. So they are sitting five in the eight foot. The hole is there, but the draw is going to have to be perfect. Yeah, the pressure is on for Skip and LaFontaine. down in the hack now cleaning her stone be overstating to say this is a, a game saver for Ontario. Final rock on the way and LaFontaine playing that out turn Hiltz calling line Liggins the designated sweeper is off it now got to get off that stone top edge of the 8 at 10 o'clock. Little rub little roll now will it settle down in time settle down for her have a look and when it finally settles You'll have a look to see if it may be just a steal of one. That stone at 3 o'clock coming into play. We'll wait. One, two. One shot. One for Nova Scotia for sure. Have a look. Boy, that's close around the edge. Yeah, they're still checking them over carefully. So one for sure, and with the Ontario concession, I'm thinking it's a steal of two for Nova Scotia. So Nova Scotia will pick up that steal of two as the little wick and roll went too far from Ontario skip and LaFontaine and so midway through this final the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship Nova Scotia leads Ontario 4-1 to one. they'll go to their 5 minute break
Welcome back. It's AMI Audio Live from the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship. Back into the bar area here while the players are taking a very quick break. Team Canada just stepped in behind me to get ready for the banquet tonight as they're setting things up in here. The score at the midway point of the final is Team Nova Scotia 4 and Team Ontario 1. The consolation game is already wrapped up. Team Saskatchewan beats Team Alberta 8 nothing. Team Saskatchewan didn't win a game all week. They win two games today to take the consolation bracket. So congratulations to our friends from Saskatchewan. A tournament well played here by the end, really putting things together and building the chemistry. We're getting ready again to go back to action here in the final with a lead of 4-1 for Team Nova Scotia. Again, with the play-by-play, it's Vic Router and Norma Wick. Dave, thank you very much as uh, we get ready to begin play here in five and you know, Norma, you were saying to me, so what's Ontario's thought here? Okay, you've just given up consecutive steals. You're down by four to one. If you're Ontario now, the goal would be here in five, score a deuce. Then either hold or steal. Maybe you'd love to steal, but if you can hold them to one. Nova Scotia, then you get a couple back. You're all tied up playing eight. So I, I think that would be the goal as you, you hear the, uh, the guide for Nova Scotia. That's a Garth Nathanson for Mary Campbell, the lead. To get us underway, and our first stone is on the way here in this uh, fifth. Once again, it'll be Ontario. That does have last rock. They have the hammer playing the yellow stones. And the first red stone of the uh, end goes to the uh, back of the eight-foot at around uh, 4 o'clock. This is the Ontario lead. This is Keith Doyle. Doyle playing the uh, intern. Very consistent game for Doyle. I thought he's had a great game so far, actually. Remember now these two leads are both uh, B1s or totally blind. Rubs off that stone. Rubs off the stone of uh, Nova Scotia and spins a little bit too far, so it is second shot. Nova Scotia remains shot stone, back eight at four o'clock. Did the break come at a good time for Ontario? Oh, I think so. Yeah, you have to regroup, get a little chance to talk with your coach. Mary. Walking towards the sound of the voice and did very well there, releasing the stone at the hog line. That maybe have been her best, uh, her best throw <laughs> right on target. And now throwing up the guard. If they can hold this, she'll cover the shot rock. Oh, what a terrific. Now, just a little bit of a late finish, but she's got that Tiny. stone. Half covered, sitting back eight. So great start. Two nice rocks from the Nova Scotia lead, Mary Campbell. Keith Doyle right on her heels. And Doyle going back with that same turn, but he's gotten it out wide. Now if they can carry this, might be able to get around on that wide intern side. But It's going to be a lot of work. Well, yeah, because you're going out... As they said in Star Trek, where no man has gone before. You're 
He's out there into the, all that pebble that has never been played, so it just starts to bog down. Is this shot rock? Uh, no, it's second. Now, okay. shot rock belongs to Nova Scotia. Drewman chatting with Gillis. Gillis has the uh, brush down just the middle of the eight foot for her second, Mike Vrooman. Both uh, Vrooman Simmons are imports on this team. You're allowed to carry two imports on a seven person team. Everyone else has to come from your province. And they're a couple of good ones. They are former, both of them three time Canadian champions. So Gillis calling off the uh, the brush. Top edge of the four. Top edge of the uh, the button. So they are sitting to Nova Scotia again without Last Rock. So, you know, we only hear now the indication is let's play right through it. Let's run through this. LaFontaine would like a little up weight here. From her uh, second, Paul Hiltz. Remember now, Paul has come into the game with the injury to Grant Robinson. That's right. He was the designated sweeper. So, so trying to run this right through with some up weight. But he's right off line here, out of his hand. He's gotten this started, and uh, this will come back unless he gets a little fortunate, crashes off a wide, wide guard, and may just spill in and touches nothing and goes through. But... You've got last rock. You'd like to set up the end. You'd like the other team to chase you. Yes. Which team right now is doing the chasing? And it's been that way for the last three ends. Exactly. So Nova Scotia obviously has momentum, has Ontario chasing. Ontario not making their shots. And another opportunity here for Nova Scotia second Mike Vrooman to uh, put a guard on this and then they'd have their uh, two stones totally capped as he plays the uh, out turn weight's good boy that's two very nice stones that is a great guard so he caps his own they also have that guard just top edge of the 12 at around 1 o'clock, covering two stones, top button, and one back eight at around uh, 5 o'clock. So Nova Scotia has a real lock here in Ontario, and Ontario has to now start opening things up. Well, you know, you say that you can't think too much, and Nova Scotia is giving Ontario a lot to think about. Absolutely. And now here, Hiltz. Hiltz got it started again. He played the intern at this. And it goes by the center line guard, T line, and all the way out the back. They're just not able to counter. No. No, look at you've got to make shots. It's funny, they call Paul Hiltz positive Paul. He's usually the guy that's keeping everybody up and uh, stepped into a difficult situation. 
Third Stones and Nova Scotia's uh, Jim Simmons. Not only a good curler, great golfer. Five times he won the Ontario Visually Impaired Golf Championship. His inspiration, do you know? No. A lady named Marilyn? Sitting at home watching her win. Oh, the Maryland. Scotties in 1986 and Maryland, then the world. Marilyn Dart, Marilyn Bono. That's and right. very nice as he comes up to his own shot stone. So, And the other thing, too, here is he's tucked it a little bit behind. Yep. The problem is if you hit this correctly, you may be able to spring some stones. Instead, she's going to LaFontaine is looking at the wider of the two guards, the guard just outside the rings, covering the edge of the four, sitting at around 2 o'clock. Let's run that one back if we can. That 1986 Scotties was my very first year. That was played in uh, London, Ontario. Did you ever imagine that you'd be in your, what, 32nd year? 33rd now, yeah. 33. Not a chance. No, not a chance. It's been uh, wonderful, to say the very least. Here we go. Third stones. Rick Oriold, they desperately need this. Run back. Angle run back. you got to hold the line, though. The overcurl now. And she, they'll drive it by everything while the shooter rolls over to sit just on the edge of the 8 at around uh, 10 o'clock. But uh, Nova Scotia continues now to, uh, to create problems here for Ontario. You know, it makes you wonder here how... Remember the situation. We have a centerline guard about a foot in front. Shot stone is on the button. Second shot is corner frozen at around 11 o'clock. These both are uh, Nova Scotia stones. If you cap this, if you can wrap one just half around that guard, what does Ontario do? They may be out of luck. And you're only playing like third stones. Well, it started to slow down. It didn't look like this shot was going to hold the line. It's hard to see now behind the backs of the sweepers where that rock is going exactly. You're not, just because you're not saying Mr. Simmons is blocking the view, is he? Well, he is, actually. That. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Down in front. Down in front. As he comes up, nice stone, nice guard as he just gets it to the top edge of the 12. Again, two shots buried under cover. Nova Scotia is sitting three. Third shot is back eight at around five o'clock. It feels like Nova Scotia is just meticulously chipping away. Okay, so play is here, Norma. Sorry, I didn't mean no, no. to interrupt you. But play is they would go after second shot if they could. If they can touch, if on the way by they happen to touch the center line guard to open things up, they'll take that too. There's a chance too that they could take out the stone at noon right behind it if they touch that center it's guard. It's possible. I think I think they're going to be all over the center guard. This may work out better for them because they just may run this straight back now. Run back and they'll get the shot rock. So plan B maybe EFG, maybe even M. Yes. They overcurled, caught it, drove it back, caught the second shot rock. 
The problem, do you see it where that shooter has landed? Yes. The shooter now is overlapped. So shot rock, center line, belonging to Nova Scotia, top button is covered by staggered guards. If now Nova Scotia could get behind those, that puts even more pressure on Ontario. Nova Scotia guide Garth Nathanson out as the uh, brush for skip Louise Gillis is down just outside the edge of the eight. Oh, great. Right at it. Right at it. Now it's all about weight. Nova Scotia is sitting two. One totally covered. This is going to be a big carry as they jump this late. And now it's caught the curl. Not going to get it. Now she adds to that stagger. So now there's a three stone stagger. Ontario. You have to get to shot rock. And that's asking a lot. I want so bad with him for Okay, so you hear Skip LaFontaine say it's not curling quite as much. She has tightened up the ice. She's brought her ice in. The brush is down just inside the eight. There's lots of room there to get to shot rock. Tap it back and sit for shot stone. But now, remember we were talking about mapping the ice? Mm -hmm. Where is that line where it curls? If you're outside of that, it's going to run straight. That balance of line and weight. LaFontaine wastes no time getting down the ice to get that shot. It's like, I know what I want, and I, I can't get it off fast enough. And you want, that, uh, you want that confidence in your skip. I think yep. she knows it. She sees it. Mm-hmm. It's there for the taking. Now she just has to take it. As I say, brushes down just inside the edge of the eight. Her guide has the brush down just in front of the T-line. That's her depth of perception. Yes. Can you imagine that? Yeah, we're talking about 10 feet. 10 feet. That's all she can see. Brushes her first. Right away. Right away. Oriole and the designated brusher, Bill Liggins. If they can carry this, if this has enough weight, oh Too no, it's well, it's just dying oh, here again. It would erect. Oh, she's crashing anyway. all over it, but now it's become a four. Yes. Rock wall. A chorus line of rocks. Absolutely, and another opportunity, wonderful opportunity for Nova Scotia. They're sitting two. Get another one wrapped behind, full in the eight, half in the eight. And Ontario's in huge trouble. Yeah, that is a formidable wall in front. See how the guide will walk almost to the hog line here and line his broom up, check where the skips is. Exactly, and now Louise Gillis walks with her stick right towards that 
Broom with the light. Where is it? Here. Simmons, the third, calling out. Where is it? Need to know where it is. McDonald, Vrooman now on the brush. Has great line if it's got the weight. And it will stop. Ooh, now to have a look. Did it get in there to be second and third? No, it did not. So it stops. Top edge of the eight foot. But it is still... Does that provide more of an opportunity, Vic, if you were to raise that into no. the shot stone? No. Well, no. Well, right now, right now, they still Nova Scotia is sitting two. There is that stone that Ontario is looking at on the edge of the eight foot at uh, about ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. It provides either an angle, or I'm thinking the in off. She'll hit it and hopefully roll her shooter over to catch enough of the button for the one. Uh, but they've, they've not... We said before, and this isn't any disrespect, this is a game where there's not a lot of finesse. This is a very finesse kind of shot. This is about brushing. This is about angles. And, and this whether is the in side fact of, they have it. Yes, and this is the side of the ice pick that they've really struggled with. They have struggled. Some of the players have gotten the stone out a little bit wide and it's never come back but right now it is still Nova Scotia sitting the two one of them covered by four rocks sitting center line top button second shot covered back eight at four o'clock and you've already given up steals of the last three points big trouble here for Ontario as we play in five final stone. It's all about the line. It's about holding the line. It's about the weight. They've got to hold this because if it gets off that line as it looks like it has, they now will try to play the draw. This is plan B now. Hopefully this will curl and catch enough. I think it has too much weight, Vic. And back past the four, sit down in time and slides too far. And it will be a steal of two more for Nova Scotia here in five. So after stealing the or scoring one with the last rock in the first, it's been all Nova Scotia as they extend their lead now to six to one over Ontario here in Ottawa at the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship. Vision Impaired Championship from a legendary, historic Ottawa Curling Club. 6-1, to one, Nova Scotia leads it. We play here in 7, just underway. Ontario, once again, will have the last rock. They have the hammer playing the yellow stones. 
first lead rock from Nova Scotia. And Mary Campbell settles back 12 at around uh, 6 o'clock. First lead rock by Ontario's Keith Doyle. Sailed through as you hear the the guide. Mary walked towards the voice. And then again, this is a a lady that I think has really picked up her game since those first two ends when she struggled. And she's on the mark every time now. In fact, they were talking about how great she has been playing. So I think that was a little bit of an anomaly for her at the start of the game. But she, as you say, appears to have found it. Throwing the intern. And this will also find the rings at uh, top edge or just shy of the 8-foot, edge of the 8-foot, stopping at around uh, close to 3 o'clock. So they are sitting 2 right now without the last Nova Scotia and leading 6-1. One 12 foot, 3 o'clock, 1, 12 foot, back 12 at 6. It's a must-have here for Ontario uh, because of the fact... They're behind the 8 they're being, Well, Yeah, they are. They're so far back. You've got to get some points here or we might see uh, an end to the game. You have to play a minimum of 6, of course. The sweeper is working really hard. I saw Ruman and Simmons pat each other on the back after their last sweep. Gillis has her lighted rush down on the edge of the uh, 12 for her second. Mike Ruman. The retired teacher. Been curling for 10 years. I'd love just to uh, stop it if they can. Just uh, top edge of the 12 covering their uh, their shot rock. And it'll slip into the rings, but is a very nice stone by Vrooman as he half covers the uh, stone. There is a longer yellow guard belonging to Ontario, which is covering the edge of the button on the outturn side of the center line. But between that last one and the guard, the path through is a little bit narrow. Well, it's narrow, certainly, and the only way you could do that, get to something, is if you, you threw a dart. And basically, you'll see that in the elite game. They'll just throw it. They yeah. just throw it so hard they take the curl right out of the out of the stone, basically. That's not going well here. As Hiltz with his first is going to crash on his own guard. And now we've got split center guards. We've got one which is just off center line. It is totally covering the shot rock, which is back edge of the eight at six o'clock half covering a Nova Scotia stone top eight. The second guard is now over covering the eight foot and both those guards are about maybe two and a half, three feet in front of the house. So again, more trouble for Ontario. What's Nova Scotia's play right now? Uh, 
I'd keep piling them in there, honestly. Yeah. Don't put them in a place of you which will give the other team an advantage, but why not come in and sit top 12 again? Where are they? Where's Ontario going to go? If you go deep, then Ontario can follow you. You don't want to be deep. Looks like this one might wreck if it continues to curl. Yeah, maybe, but you never know where this is going to uh, wind up. It just might fill that hole, you see. Now it's spun off, and there is a hole down the center line. But with all it's that only a curl, feet wide, yeah. But all that curl, how do you get through it? Yep. So it looks like Ontario is going to play the wide in turn as LaFontaine has now put her brush down on the edge of the 12. And that'll be the play now for second, Paul Hiltz. Paul has been involved with Canada Special Olympics for 15 years with their five-pin bowling program. He has a very quick release out of the hack. Yeah, well, he doesn't get much slide, so he's... And that presents a problem, too, because the sooner you release it, the less control you have of it. You have to be that more to the broom. Your style, your form has to be that much better as he throws it through. I mean, that's why if you can take it right to the hog line before releasing it, there's less chance exactly. of an error. If yeah. you're releasing it at the T line... There's As the Romans say, that a lot can happen between the, the cup and the lips. Yes, of course. I could spill it all over myself. <laughs> I have. You notice I'm warmed up now, too, though. I haven't referred to you as Vince no, once you, in the last because hour. You, yeah, because you haven't said my name. That's why. <laughs> Here we go as we play Third Stones and Jim Simmons once again. Nova Scotia playing very well. This is now all about protecting paths if you're Nova Scotia. You're sitting the three. Center line has basically been taken away. Now this path, as there's uh, some huffing and puffing going on, so we get late. It's been a long week. These curlers arrived last Sunday. Yeah, yeah. They started playing on uh, Monday, and some won two games a day for a couple of them, a couple of days. Ontario, though, was the team to beat. They won all six. They had a good run. I feel like I'm a, a Republican convention. Build that wall. Build that wall. <laughs> well, in this case, yeah. But you see, Ontario still has a chance. Because while shot stone, second shot are under cover, this stone here, 12 foot, on the intern side at 3 o'clock is open. If they can get across the nose and roll towards center line, they could get shot rock. They could be undercover. But this is all about a draw now. If they can get it by that guard, oh, yes. they did. Now, question is, where will it stop? Oh, but you see again? See what happened to the stone? Lost its handle. So it goes from an intern, starts biting the pebble, starts to curl this way and actually curled away. So it's close now. 
they may be second shot, third shot. But if that stone had continued to curl the right way, they would have been undercover and shot rock. It's a baseball analogy. You're hitting to the opposite field. Exactly. Well, this is in case you don't want to hit to the opposite field. Exactly. It's good in baseball. Maybe not, not so here. good here. So again, you're Nova Scotia. You're sitting one. All right, so there you heard, Mr. Simmons. Thank you very much. He says Nova Scotia playing the Redstones, sitting two. Two. So where would you like to go? Let's let's block the path. Maybe we'll even take a roll off the yellow just thrown, and we'll roll in for a possible third point. But again, remember now, you have not got the last rock, Nova Scotia. You're quite happy with a steal of one. Sure. Uh-oh, now this may hurt them. And there you go. He's banged the yellow off the red, and suddenly, with that error, Ontario is sitting the one, half in the eight-foot, at around two o'clock. Now the shot rock is hiding just behind the Nova Scotian rock. Okay, exactly. So now what do you play? So she's going to go after... So up weight, going after the just Nova Scotia. Well, no. No? Yes, I agree with you. But she wants... Sitting there does nothing. She needs to get across the nose and roll in to maybe catch a piece of the eight to sit two. If she just sits there, yeah. those other shots still outcount her. Rick Oriold. This line. All on its own now. If they can get across the nose, get across the nose. Oh, and crashes. And? And again, the line call. That's where, that's the difference. She catches the Nova Scotia stone, raises it in for shot under cover. But remember what we said. We talked about LaFontaine. A couple of things. She only sees that stone coming down maybe halfway. Yes. It's too late. She can't rely on the brushing as we might and see with some of the top men's teams or even women's teams. So most of those stones are on their own. Yeah. If she would have had the brushing, yes. say of a Weagle and a Courtney from Holman's team, they may have been able to hold it or she could have done something else. That basically happened by itself. Yeah, if you don't get on it right away. You can't save them. And by the time she sees it and asks them to do anything, it's halfway. Skip Stones, Nova Scotia, Louise Gillis, and her first. Uh, she crashes and bangs her own stone in the 12-foot at 3 o'clock. Basically, exchange of stones. The key rock, however, is the rock that was just raised in. It belongs to Nova Scotia. It's undercover. 
and I mean really undercover. Yeah. Top of the eight-foot second shot. That belongs to Nova Scotia. Second shot belongs to Ontario. Edge of the eight at uh, three o'clock. And the guards in front are all staggered. They're all staggered, and the port is there for maybe something, but not with this curl. A discussion with Team Ontario now. You know, the other thing is, too, you, you, as they look at the clock, you tend to get mesmerized because you play one side. They keep looking at this intern side. Mm -hmm. Now they've looked now at the outturn side. They need to get to the forefoot. So if you go all the way in, that's what they've elected to do. So they're getting away from what they know. Going out, I'm going to play a wide outturn, trying and hoping that they can get by their long guard, which is covering the edge of the four. And if there's enough curl in there and the weight is right, mm -hmm. maybe they can catch enough of the four foot for Shot Rock. And a slight advantage they have right now, Vic, is that Paul Hiltz is holding the broom. He was the designated uh, sweeper, sweeper, and now he's joined. But he is the one that has enough sight to see line. So, right. He might be able to pick up this stone just a little earlier. Getting ready to play the first skip stone for Ontario. And LaFontaine. Nova Scotia leads it. Six to one. As we play here in six, right out of her hand, though, you can hear them called on. Bill Liggins, the designated sweeper. Rick Oriold. She might raise her own Yeah, she hair. might if this might be in a play here. Let it curl up, boys. Let it curl up. Oh, and they'll crash. And that's where... And another brick in the wall. Well, yeah, but again, I can only speak from what I've seen. If you let that curl... Would it have had enough to bump it up for shot? I don't know. But by doing this, you've, your path is cut off a little bit. And that's one thing, again, why sweeping is so important, because there's a second option. Right. So but now it's final it. stone, pardon me, for uh, Nova Scotia's skip, Louise Gillis, and going after the second shot stone. And it's edge of the... Eight foot, three o'clock, playing the wide intern. And if Make, she can pick it cleanly, well, she doesn't even have to. Do, I mean, they'll be laying five. Well, sure, but I'm saying if she just taps it through, you're sure. right. You're uh, you're sitting five. Now they picked it up late with Harry Lynn McDonald. With Mike Vrooman, stay with it. Stay with it, says Simmons. Stay with it. And the overcurl and will touch nothing. Finally settling at the back of the 12. Yeah, that's right. They were caught right in between. Yeah. The weight was pretty good. They just needed to take a little bit more ice. But they're still sitting pretty. Well, they're sitting one for sure. They're sitting one for sure. I don't think there's any way, honestly, that Ontario can get to shot rock. There's no combination of raises. It would take a lot of weight. 
We haven't seen that kind of weight today. So I think again, we may be. So they're talking about the guard that moved over. The hole is still there for her to come through. One stone is covering the edge of the four, about two and a half feet in front. The other stone is covering the 12 foot, about two feet in front. So the stagger is, is good. But she needs to come through that hole and go to get a good piece of the four foot. Right now it is Nova Scotia sitting one. Lots of weight, Bill Ligon says. Lots of weight. And it's found the hole. The question is if it finds breaks. And will not. And slides to the back. And one red it is. So Nova Scotia will pick up another single point here. As they have dominated ever since the second end and has been a steel fest for them as they've stolen six consecutive points as we take a break they lead it now seven to one over Ontario in the final of the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship Just underway here in the seventh end of this 2019 Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship, Nova Scotia, with a commanding lead over previously undefeated Ontario. Bill Higgins has done a lot of yeoman's work as a sweeper since he came into this game for the injured Grant Robinson. Nova Scotia's first stone from lead. Uh, Mary Campbell is already back at the bumper. Keith Doyle throwing lead stones for Ontario. Just put one over the hog line. Center line guard. As Garth Nathanson calls out the name of Mary Campbell. Walk towards the voice and then let go. And I said to yeah. Last end. She's uh, really, really picked up her game playing the uh, intern and got this one started. It'll remain in play. Wide corner guard covering the edge of the 12. Keith Doyle, intern. Not both leads have had very good games, getting their rocks in play, and that, you know, it may sound a little odd to hear it, but 
I can remember when I played in the uh, at the Royals or at Lee Side or East York. What did you want to do as a lead? Just get it in play. Yep, absolutely. Know? And they have for the most part. So applauding yep. both uh, leads, Keith Doyle and uh, Mary Campbell. So we have two centers for Ontario to work with. One is a very long center just over the hog line. And the other guard is maybe a, a foot and a half out in front of the rings, and it covers the eight foot on the intern side. Mike Broom and Stone on the way. The Nova Scotia second. So he crashes all over that... Uh, Long guard, and his shooter now spins, covering the edge of the four on the outturn side. So we do have lots of guards here for one of these teams to take advantage of. Just as you got to get behind them. You know, a funny Keith Doyle story. He, as we mentioned, other rinks practicing here this week, right. and Brad Gushu was in the house, and he said, oh, yeah. I want Brad Gushu's autograph. So... Karen Hayward, bless her heart, brought Brad over and introduced him to Keith as Brad Jacobs. Oh, no. No. And her blind lead said, no, no, that's Brad Gushu. Yeah. So he said, I'm the only guy to have met both Brads in the same week. There you go. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a nice stone. Did you notice that? Very nice to raise it straight back. Wonderful shot by Paul Hiltz. Bangs the long center guard straight back. And when Stone's make contact it takes the opposite turn to the when it hits so he threw the intern hits the stone turns out so that's why it's showing itself maybe half a stone just top edge of the 12 foot so Ontario trying to claw back trying to get something to need a little bit of positive here in this seventh. Line's good. Oh, very nice by Vrooman. One of his best as he picks off the uh, shot stone. <laughs> I heard you say this. Well, Brad Gujou had a disappointing skins game in Banff. And, of course, he doesn't have to play in a uh, Newfoundland-Labrador playdowns as defending champion of the, the Briar. So, yeah, they flew directly here from Calgary and uh, spent three days or two and a half days with their coach. Yeah, they never stopped working on their games, that's for sure. No. Sweeper's really working on this one. And Hiltz will crash his own guard, the center line guard. So now the center line is wide open. There are two guards lined up covering the eight foot on the intern side there are three guards on the outturn side covering the edge of the four eight and twelve Nova Scotia third Jim Simmons in the hack looking for a fourth both he and Vrooman Looking for a fourth national championship, having won three previously playing with Ontario.
wanting it and hoping for it to stomp. But it didn't listen. Yes, it did. Just oh, at the back the edge. Back. back edge of the 12, it holds on. Does smacking your stick on the ice, does that help? No, well, it, in her Stop. case, yeah. Stop. No, I don't think they listen. No. In that case, oh, and LaFontaine tapping the ice behind the tighter of the guards on the outturned side. Like to tuck one in behind the stone covering the edge of the four. Leave it high, of course. Got a little wide to Eric Oriold. And so that never broke for him. And so he is the shot rock. Center line, wide open. Get a little ball. Yep. Just touching the top of the four. Well, we hope everyone's enjoying the coverage of the AMI Visually Impaired Curling Championship. And visit AMI's Facebook page at Accessible Media Inc. and keep up with everything happening at AMI. We're down to the nitty-gritty here now. Vic? If I wrote this name tag big enough, that's really good. I'm glad you got that, you see? Yeah, no. Well, you, I, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there so you yeah. knew that I know. That's nice of you. Yeah. Here we go, third stones. Jim Simmons going after Shot Rock. He can roll both ways and be behind cover. curled up and banged it right on the nose and so he avoids good play there he avoided the jam at the back I mean there was a possibility if he could have jammed it left the Ontario stone in now you're playing for two something that Ontario has to uh, consider as well yeah it just Nova Scotia has really been in full command here since the uh Second. John Routh, the guide, has the stick down. Red light, and that's what uh, Rick Oriold takes aim at. But again, he is just uh, tends to a little overthrow things a lot, but it's curling up for him. Now the question is, where's this roll? Oh, goodness. Oh, boy, what a shot. Great shot under cover by Rick Oriold. And narrowly missed taking out the Nova Scotian rock at the back yeah, of the house. Yeah, avoided the jam, which was nice. But look at where he is yes, now. Under totally undercover. A couple of stones sitting in the eight foot. His best shot of the game. Getting ready for Skip Stones. Here in seven. Louise Gillis, Nova Scotia. Brushed down about six inches outside of the uh, the forefoot. Maybe a, a little narrow here as she plays the intern. And heavy on top of that.
Well, that's nice job. Of yeah, you know what? Dragging it, it that may in. be it may be starting to flatten out a little bit because that died pretty quickly. That path used a lot, of course, with all the slides. Here's the shot rock for the moment. Nova Scotia with skip stones to come from Ontario. You can hear Anne LaFontaine running down the running ice. Down the ice. That's also a way of keeping up your energy as well, you know. She doesn't look like she's lost any. But I would say um, the brushers have been working very hard these last few ends. And LaFontaine. Oh, they've got on this really quickly as it gets off that center line and now heads towards those corner guards, but maybe keep on it. Watch where this roll will go. So she'll split off and roll in and undercover and is sitting now second shot, edge of the eight foot on the wide outturn side. Second and third belong to Ontario. Shot Rock, however, belongs to Nova Scotia. Running down the ice reminds me it was Sherry Anderson, the longtime Saskatchewan champion and Canadian national world seniors champion. She always ran down the ice. I don't know if you own a Sherry. She was from Delisle, Saskatchewan. She has a little gap in her front of her teeth. That's why she was called the smile from Delisle. Oh. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't run quite as much now. She walks. She's of senior age now. Oh, yeah. So yes. she's slowed down a little bit. Final stone on the way for Louise Gillis. Gosh, she's been right at the stick every shot today. She's had a wonderful game. The skip for the team from Sydney, Nova Scotia. Love just to cap this. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Don't come too far. Ah, she's grouped them. But you know what? That's not an easy shot. Because they're snuggled up there. You'd have to hit these just perfectly. Yeah. Hit it in the crotch. The one they are snuggled up. So shot stone just off center line belongs to Nova Scotia and it's top edge of the four. Second shot corner frozen and almost side by side would be a better description. Also belongs to Nova Scotia. You almost have to hit the lower stone, the one four foot first. Just hit it and move over. So come across the nose. Problem is you can't, you don't have a lot of room here to get it by your own stone edge of the eight. Well, I can't see the screen, so I'm struggling with the depth perception here myself. 
in terms of how those rocks are yeah. sitting there. This is going to be a tough shot. If they pull this off, well worth it. This could be four, possible three. Got to get rid of both and then hold the shooter. Final stone on its way. And LaFontaine, Ontario. Trying to hold it. Oriole, Liggins. Big shot. Needs it here. Get rid of them both. Crack it. Gets one. And where did it move to? Not far enough. So she'll get rid of one. One red sits back button for one more. And that will be it. And Nova Scotia are your 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Champions. Three times bronze medalist, but in the 75th year of the CNIB, which, of course, Louise Gillis, the skip of Nova Scotia, president, she caps it off with a gold. And a wonderful game played by everyone. I thought since that first, when you think about it, Ontario undefeated coming in, having the hammer, got their choice of stones, and ever since, Nova Scotia, right through the lineup, and I, I think in particular of Mary Campbell, who struggled a little bit, this totally blind curler who walks towards the voice, somebody calling her name, was able then to find the range, not push the stone one way or other. She really had a terrific game, and then right through the entire lineup, Nova Scotia was the best team. They were a model of consistency today. So it goes to show you, doesn't it? You go through the round robin undefeated as Ontario did and, and LaFontaine. And what happens? They come in here. And you made the point earlier. Nova Scotia played earlier today and won 8-7 over the defending champions from Kelowna. Did that, in fact, being on the ice a little earlier, did that, in fact, help them? The momentum, the confidence, you know you're playing well. And then Ontario sitting back just waiting. Sometimes that can be enough to cool you off. As or they, ice you. Yeah, ice you. As they uh, pose for pictures now, the team from the Sydney Curling Club, skipped by Luis Gillis with Jim Simmons at third, Mike Vrooman at second, lead Mary Campbell. Their sweeper, Terry Lynn McDonald. Guide Garth Nicholson, Nathanson, pardon me, and guide Sydney Francis. Uh, so uh, we uh, congratulate them. We'll take a quick break and then we'll hear from the winning team when we come back. Nova Scotia are your 2019 Canadian vision impaired curling champions. Congratulations to uh, Nova Scotia and the team from Sydney. Skipped by Louise Gillis, who is the chapter president of the Council of the Blind in Nova Scotia. And Louise is with Dave Brown. Dave? Thank you very much, Vic. I'm breaking the rules on the ice to stand next to Louise Gillis right now. Louise, it's been a long time. You finally won the championship. How does it feel? It's incredible. Just unbelievable, really. I just never expected it. 
It's been an incredible week between the 75th anniversary dinner on Wednesday, meeting up with old friends yesterday and winning the tournament today. How did your team kind of keep it together and win two huge games today? Well, we just said this is a, a new day, a new game, and we just pretended that we were at the beginning of the week and, and just do our best, and that's what we came out to do. The game was a bit nip and tuck in the first couple ends, and then you just chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. How would you keep the confidence so high? Well, just kept trying to be relaxed as possible and, and saying, we can do this, we can do this, and just kept at it. So we did it. And we're keeping you away from your teammates to celebrate. So just one more. You want to give a little bit of love to those teammates who are by your side all week long? Well, I really appreciate our guide and our coach, Garth and Sydney, plus uh, Mike and Jim, Terry Lynn, and Mary for all the work they did all week. And to our coaches, we started right from the very beginning, 12 years ago. And when we came to it 12 years ago, we only wanted to win one end. We won 15 ends. We were very, very green. And to accomplish this today has been just a icing on the cake. Well, Louise, congratulations. It's always wonderful to be here and be a part of this tournament. Congratulations to you. What an incredible win. Go celebrate with your teammates. I will. Thanks very much. That's Louise Gillis. She is the skip of Team Nova Scotia. They are the 2019 champions at the AMI Vision Impaired Curling Championship representing Team Nova Scotia. What a day of action it's been. Norma, Vic, you guys did a great job up in the booth. Uh, Norma, you're going to get some free drinks from some of these teams for your uh, build-the-wall joke. So I'll throw, oh, I'll, throw, no. I'll throw things back up to you guys for a minute here. I want to say there's a large cheering section for the Nova Scotian team up oh, here as well. Absolutely. The Blue Nosers uh, travel well, and it's nice to see them. And I, I really hope, uh, all said and done, Norma, this uh, helps the sport in Nova Scotia. If you should be visually impaired and be listening to this and you want to give it a try, uh, there isn't a great uh, amount of number of uh, visually impaired curlers, but maybe this will get some of them out to want to try. That's what you want to do. You want to grow the sport. And it was certainly an honor having you here today. Vic Router went where Vic Router hasn't gone before. Yeah, that's true. And uh, it was such an honor to have you here. And I know that it was very uplifting for the curlers to get the recognition. And, uh, you know, that you graced us with your presence means a lot. Hey, listen, I thank you very much. And I thank AMI for uh, asking me. So uh, thank you, Norma. Wick, on behalf of yourself and me, thanks to uh, Rick Allen, the ice maker here, and everyone at the Ottawa Curling Club for uh, a great day. Wonderful uh, sheet of ice to curl on and all the hospitality. Make the final. Nova Scotia wins it 8-1 to one over Ontario. With final thoughts now, once again, here's Dave. Well, thank you, Norma. Thank you, Vic. Wonderful job up there in the booth for you guys today. What a great week of action it's been as we're just getting off the ice here at the Ottawa Curling Club. Nobody slipped or fell, so that's a positive for everybody involved. This tournament comes together with the great work of the folks here at the Ottawa Curling Club, the Canadian Council of the Blind, the teams, volunteers, judges, officials. This is a team effort through and through all the way. Whether you're playing or whether you're supporting, this is an incredible crew. And, of course, all of you out there in Listenerland who support the event by tuning in and listening to these interviews and listening to these broadcasts. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Now, there are some folks who need to say thank you on the AMI side for making this thing possible. Of course, Vic Rutter, Norma Wick, our great play-by-play team, Marco Flalo doing tech on-site, Daniel Penamondo and Paula Deneen back in Toronto, and Ricky Delano and Karen McGee. The event would not have occurred without you guys today as well. And of course, we got to give out some love to Andy Frank, who's the manager of AMI-audio. That was the 2019 AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championship. Your champions are Team Nova Scotia. 
Stay tuned. After the break, we will join a repeat of Kelly and Company with some of the best of the Experience Expo, all keeping in line with the White Cane Week. I'm Dave Brown. Until we hang out again on Monday for my show, The Pulse, I'm reminding you to play safe, play fair, but don't forget to have some fun. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.